Hello, and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talks from Aventia. I'm Jack Stratton, your host from Insider Trends. And I'm delighted to be joined today, um, someone I've spoken to many times before, Johan Lillerost, who is a senior advisor and general manager for the US. Hello, Johan. Hello, how are you today? Nice to be here. Yeah, good. And um, and thanks so much for finding the time. And thanks to everyone um, who's found the time to listen to this. Um, Johan, I'm really laying down the gauntlet for you today, um, setting you... Um, setting you uh, a, a significant task. Composable commerce um, is, as we've mentioned many, many times before, it's a real hot subject in the world of e-com at the moment. Um, what I'm interested in is, can we kind of give a, a perspective to businesses out there that maybe are hearing about it, but you know they, they haven't necessarily got entirely to grips with you know what it is and the business values and stuff like that. So we're kind of framing this as um, the composable commerce business perspective in five minutes. Um, we can probably stretch to six or, six or seven if we need them. <laughs> so I'm going to pass it over to you. Um, give us the kind of the give us the kind of lowdown on composable commerce for those businesses out there that are just starting to get to grips with it and, and, and why it's worth being excited about what it really means. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. And, and it's such an interesting concept and, and uh, summarizing 20 years of different paradigm shifts within e-commerce up to composable commerce. It's, of course, a challenge. But <laughs> if, we, if we start looking into what composable commerce actually is uh, to, to get a grip around that and, and kind of pull the mystery out of it, uh, I would say that composable commerce is, is basically a base of breed, best of breed. Um, putting together the components that you need to optimize your business. That, that's like the base of it. Uh, is this something new? I would say as a concept, no. Best of Breed has been around for, I don't know, I've been implementing Best of Breed solutions for 15 years maybe, something like that. Uh, but newer technology on the market today and cloud enablement and, and API first and all these different architectures and, and stuff has made it much more uh, profitable to do it and mm -hmm. you also become much more agile today so it's all different bits and pieces components on the market adapt into this one and the same technology basically which was a totally different song 15 years ago uh, when I talk about components, uh, to be clear there too, one one is the e-commerce platform, is, is, which is there to, to orchestrate the actual e-commerce flows. But then, I mean, you have CMS, you have content production systems, because headless CMS is, is also a new concept in this, this um, uh, realm. Uh, payments, search, personalization, marketing automation, hosting, uh, checkout, digital asset management, all of these different components that you can pick and choose from to make something that fits your business. Yeah, it's awesome. And is that, and just quickly, um, when a lot of people, when they're talking about, or when I'm, as an outsider, I'm thinking about components, it's really interesting that you just said, actually, this idea of best of breed has been around for ages um it's just the fact that the shift to composable then is about the fact that it's just become better it's just a better simpler version of doing that is that fair is that yes much better uh, yeah we'll emphasize that <laughs> much better because what you did 15 years ago was put together pieces that um, had different interfaces and, and worked in different ways and you had kind of kind of tweak it in together um, and changing the components as you grew was a bigger investment than it is today. So due to the market architecture and so forth, it becomes much more easier to adapt to the future. Yeah. 
Awesome. Um, and what about business values? You know, from your perspective, what does composable commerce offer for businesses? You can cut and slice business value in so many different ways when it comes to systems like this. And, and e-commerce is not only the front-facing part of, of your web, uh, driving traffic to your web. It's very important, but e-commerce has become such a big piece within uh, most organizations today, so it stretches further back than, than you you know. We usually mm -hmm. say that that you only see 20% of what we do for our clients, 80% is behind the, the, the curtains. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so with that in mind, I, I usually kind of divide it into two, three different uh, parts, uh, investment, competition, and organization. Mm. When it comes to investment, I would say that going composable, uh, the OPEX, from an OPEX perspective, it becomes much easier for you to keep your uh, life expectancy of your platform as long as possible. It, it will live much longer since you can do small changes during the way and you can adapt to new markets and new requirements for your customers and, and whatever you want to do, new business models. Um, it lowers the cost of, of adding new channels, new touch points, or, or mm. uh, adding new use of the platform. It could be internal use as well. Um, from a competition perspective, uh, you will, with that technology and that uh, enablement, it will uh, truly or drastically increase your chances to outperform competition uh, since you can do and adapt very quickly. Uh, I think Gartner estimated that in 2023, um, companies that had adapted to, to composable commerce will be able to adapt 80% faster to new business models, new requirements, and so forth. So it's, it's an investment for the future, mm. for sure. Now, the initial investment, like the CapEx investment, could be higher, but in the long run, it, it will be uh, a win, definitely. Mm. When it comes to organization, by using these small package business components, those components will reach further into the organization as well. You will have more people working with the different parts of your modern commerce system because it's not about the e-commerce anymore. Well, it is, of course, but it's also about many other channels. This will create a much higher awareness about all the touch points and channels deeper into the organization. And it will also empower your employees to work more with experimentation, uh, try and fail and succeed, of course, at the much lower cost. Uh, and that breathes creativity within the organization. So you, you'll become, everyone in the organization will come closer to your customer in that sense. Yeah. Um, and from the perspective of, I mean, just building on that, something that comes up a lot, I think the business values that, the, you know, um, what, co what composable commerce is, what it does differently. I think there's there's so much evidence of the power it offers um, businesses. But is it right for everyone? That seems to be like a big, a big, you know, idea. Does it work for everyone? Um, and is, is it, you know, and what else can you tell us about that? Well, it's, it's with all of these paradigm shifts going from single channel, multi-channel, cross-channel, omni-channel, uh, and into headless and composable. You, you have to take a step back and, and take a sober look at it. Um, you, you, you have to map it back to your business values. And, mm. and composable commerce kind of sprung out of the headless part, which also have a strong technical hold. I mean, it's all about business values. It's built on top of business values. But in, in when this started off, it, it kind of targeted companies that had what were more tech savvy. Mm. 
but now it's it's different. We have very well established products out there. Uh, we have uh, an architecture that that is kind of a standard for the industry and so forth. Uh, so it's it's definitely usable for any type of company. So it's not about if you're B two B or B two C or if you're um, selling fashion or furniture online. Um, it's it's more about understanding or figuring out how much flexibility you need in the future. Um, mm. I would look at, at a couple of parameters um, like what are your customers' expectations or the rate of changing customer expectations over the next five years and mm. try to get a grasp of that. Uh, will your industry go through big changes when it comes to um, business models, for example, or go to markets, uh, which includes everything from digital strategy to, to how you basically get paid for your services and products? Um, and the changes in your value proposition, how will that change moving forward? Uh, and of course, the IT landscape. Um, composable, as I mentioned before, is not either you are or you aren't composable. You um, have the ability to be more or less composable. We work with a mm. couple of different platforms. Uh, one of the platforms are religious about composable and headless. The other one has more pre-built, but we built a layer on top of that to make it even more composable. So what do you actually need? I mean, if you if you want to buy a platform that has a lot of pre-built functionality, that could be absolutely right for you. And we add the composable commerce layer on top of that, which makes you more agile moving into the future. Or do you want to go 100% core and, and go 100% headless and, and, and build everything um, headless, uh, maybe you don't have any legacy and so forth. So by looking at your IT landscape, what's the roadmap for your ERP system? What's the roadmap for, for the other systems and how would that map to an implementation of, of composable commerce for you? So there are many different mm. parameters to, to, just to, to summarize it. You have to look at that, where, where you're heading, um, yeah. where your needs for. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's, it's, every conversation I have about this is abundantly clear that it's something that you can try to talk about for five minutes. Um, but of course, the whole point is that you can you can talk you could talk about this for for five years. Um, but Johan, you've done you've done it in about nine minutes, which I think is a really good effort, actually. Um, okay, that's a much that's a much briefer summary than I think most manage. Um, but uh, but yeah, you've really got across, I think, um, you know, a better understanding of what it actually is and what it does from from those kind of businesses who are trying to navigate all this stuff. So thank you so much um, for your time. No doubt we'll we'll be doing more soon. Um, always always a pleasure to talk to you. That's it for today, um, and we'll be back with um, many more soon. So, um, so we look forward to seeing you then. Thanks very much. Thank you.